When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. And welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. I want to thank all of you who are checking out this episode, who check out all the episodes we put out with new interviews released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's a great series if you want to keep up with your favorite artists or discover some new ones and what's happening in the music world. So let me encourage you to hit that subscribe button. That does include all the usual hotspots like iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you're listening to this from. Hit that subscribe button and, uh, and we'll deliver those to you three every single week. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today I'm going to be talking with Nick Wold of the band Dreamers. Uh, now, first off, they uh, earlier this year released a song called Heat Seeker. That's mostly what we're going to be talking about and how it kind of bridges into what Nick is calling uh, version three of the band, chapter three of the band, rather. Uh, now, there are actually two versions of Heat Seeker, the, the regular album version or, or single version, and then a new version that also features their friend Grandson. It wasn't the first time they collaborated. In fact, uh, there was a Grandson track right before this one called A Whole Lotta uh, that found them, um, well, if you look at the EP that it was released on, it's all texts to get out the vote, all part of the title. You'll, you'll have to look that up if you, if you don't understand what I'm saying. But it sort of led Nick to thinking about uh, talking about the bigger pictures within his songs. Uh, so that's what he's doing with this new round of music. He says, getting more philosophical and more political. We'll hear why and how that affects the song, exactly what it means for what we haven't heard yet. Uh, it's also a heavier sound for him. He'll say that comes from both being influenced by Nirvana growing up and checking out a Royal Blood show uh, last year. 
Of course, we're going to dip into sci-fi. It's one of his favorite subjects and one I can definitely follow along with him. In fact, we're even going to reference some of the uh, quirkier side of sci-fi like Douglas Adams and the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. And what he's been doing uh, in this pandemic, of course. Uh, everybody's been up to something or a whole lot of nothing with, uh, with Nick actually teaching himself the piano. So let's jump into it. It's Kyle Meredith with Nick Wold of Dreamers. Hey, Kyle, what's going on? This is Nick. I gotta tell you, man, the the new single, I know it's been out for uh, a little while now with Heatseeker, but it's a very powerful song. I mean, hard driving, it's it's fun, it's got substance, it's kind of all the things you look for in a song. This is a, this is great stuff that you keep putting out. So one thing, though, and, and you probably got this question a lot when it comes out, because you get the single, and then you said, oh, and here's another version, and it's got your buddy grandson on there. <laughs> Was that always part of the plan? How did that happen? It wasn't always part of the plan. We just we had that song, and it was going to be our single, fortunately, which I was really stoked about. And we just decided, yeah, that because the song kind of just, I don't know, made me think of him, a grandson. It's kind of heavier than what we've done in the past, a little more riff-rocky. And uh, he, he just has that vibe. And, and he's very political. The song isn't exactly political, but to me, it's, it's philosophical. So I just thought that he would crush it, and he totally did. I feel like he totally got what the song was about and he just wrote that verse and, and sent it to me and, and we all loved it so yeah. we uh just kind of re-upped on that on that second version not near the first time you guys worked together because right around the same time you'd done a whole lot of and um which you know as you're saying the political side of things you know th- there you are on whole lot of and and the subtitles for every song on that ep is is uh is a call to action i guess it's it's for to get the vote out uh i i think that's what it is right yeah it was for for him that's like one of his main causes trying to get the vote out which i think is righteous because uh we have like i guess like 50 percent of americans vote in the in the the presidential election and less in in uh any other elections so yeah that's cool i I totally love how how political he is and he also just has a great energy as an artist we've met each other a bunch of times playing radio shows around the country we share some mutual friends and he's just a good good guy Funny enough that when we wrote Whole Lotta, I was in there. That was the first song we wrote together. And I was ready to get political. I was like, all right, I'm going to grandson. Maybe let's talk about politics or something. Because I, I, I don't do that a ton in songs. But funny enough, he was like, actually, I kind of want to write a breakup song like you do. <laughs> <laughs> it always so seems to be the case. Is, yeah. yeah. Grass is a... Grass is always greener kind of a, a scenario. So do you find that's rubbing off? Because you said Heat Seeker isn't exactly a political song but you know even in the philosophical it, it speaks to a moment and, and that's aided in quite a bit by the video that you've put out and i know there's two videos but uh <laughs> the animated yeah. side of things that was that a way for you to push it a little bit more in that direction yeah for sure i think uh i think of this these songs i've been writing lately kind of we think of it as like season three of dreamers mm-hmm. it would be like our third album but now we're kind of doing singles and just kind of but it's like a third phase and and I, I kind of in my mind i wanted to call the album life death and everything because it's kind of what i'm writing i don't know the last album was kind of a breakup album a lot about personal relationships stuff like that and lately i've just been in a space where thinking about like what does life mean uh, and i can't help but like write about that so i guess heat seeker was kind of the first in that sort of attempt by me to, to figure out life with songs but yeah the video is just the same it's just kind of a dream sequence about about what the song's about yeah. you know we got jesus and buddha and a bunch of money and we're just kind of searching and and trump is satan trump has depi- been depicted as satan yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, <laughs> some I, of our fans liked and some didn't uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that uh, I'll, I'll at least let you know the side i'm on uh, at, at this point right here um <laughs> you know I, I, bl- I do believe you and i are seemingly on the same side especially as i 
as I follow what you're doing online. But it's uh, and I and I also point out that I didn't know that you know obviously what you were thinking about title and the record the book right next to me is the Douglas Adams Life the Universe and everything just complete coincidence that that is oh, right next oh, to me awesome. here so that's that's kind of right setting. yeah the uh, Hitchhiker's Hitchhack, Guide right uh, yeah. sequel what is the answer to life the universe and everything it's 42 42 yeah, it's 42 very good <laughs> spent a lot of time on those books and a lot of his stuff too it's yeah. um but but that you know i, I don't want to completely gloss over that <laughs> as you said yes and trump as depicted as satan as uh some people wasn't happy about yeah because it's not like again if if you're paying attention to what you're saying out there and, and you look really activated in a time where I feel people should be activated. I like to see especially artists activated. But what was, I mean, what was it really a strong reaction from people when that came out? Not too strong. I mean, most of most of our fans are, are completely in line with that idea. Like, and some disagreed, but it was kind of very respectful, you know. We, we kind of send love, like, you know, we respect all opinions. We understand everybody comes from different places. We're just kind of spreading our truth and something that is so pervasive in the minds of everybody right now that to avoid it in songs is, is like you have to actively avoid it. You know, it's like impossible to kind of uh, avoid it accidentally. So just to go ahead and talk about it and it's okay if, if people disagree. Yeah. Really, mostly we're just we're glad that we live in a country where you're allowed to protest and you're allowed to depict your leaders as Satan or make fun of them or do whatever you want. Right. And so I think it's important to kind of use it, use it, use it or lose it, you know. Uh, the the truth part, you know, you, you'd say, you know, finding your own truth. And of course, that, that comes throughout the song and everything. I, I don't know if it's if it's a fair question to really pinpoint it. But what is the truth that you are seeking specifically throughout this song yeah it's kind of a song about about wanting to find the truth not knowing what it is but just the drive the drive to to go out there and seek i find myself just often wanting to stop and and think like what are what are we doing like is what we're doing right uh is this what i want to do with my life is, does it mean anything like what is it all what does this mean what what does it mean to be alive uh, no one knows. We just kind of all wake up on this planet in this scenario. So the song is, is, you know, it doesn't have the answer to all those questions. It's just kind of like saying, I want to be someone who spends my life looking for that. I'm gonna gonna go find it. You know, I'm gonna go try at least. In a way, it really does uh, tie back to the answer 42. If you could just figure out the question, right? <laughs> exactly. In a way. I don't know if we know anything more than than, than old Douglas over there. <laughs> uh, was there any reason, as you were saying, you? did go heavier on this than than you usually would did anything spur that for you yeah i think uh i don't know i've always liked i've always liked rock that goes kind of heavy my favorite band is nirvana growing up and yeah it's it's just more of like a sort of i don't know some kind of personal creative journey i guess for lack of a more uh down-to-earth term but uh written the, the whole last album I ended up writing about a breakup that i went through that was just kind of at the front of my heart and mind and writing all these songs about relationships and it had a, a certain feel to it and, and after you know 100 songs i felt like kind of dealt with it or figured it out i was just kind of finding myself having more fun uh getting into a different space like the the, the world feels crazy feels heavy feels intense feels like things are happening uh in a big way so we just find ourselves writing and, and just being like man let's write about it or just feeling that vibe and and i remember heat seeker actually right before that we had just in our first show in England, we played Reading Fest, which was crazy and amazing. And we saw Royal Blood, who's a British mm -hmm. band, you know, that has massive bass riffs. And uh, I remember just thinking, we need to have some massive bass riffs. This is this is what I what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. <laughs> that English rock and roll uh, 
feel. So I actually wrote that song after after we came back from that. It's it's a bit interesting the juxtaposition that you 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 give yourself there because there you are you know as you say you're, you kind of get to break free from the weights of of relationship that you know the one that you're writing about and everything to have a little bit more fun. But of course the topics that's you know sort of swirling throughout the world is the exact opposite of fun. You know, it's um, uh-huh. <laughs> it's interesting. You know, I've I've read enough uh, or read some interviews about you that you know, and and honestly, your publicist also pointed out credit where that's due as well. You know, talking about you being a fan of of, of sci-fi, of classic sci-fi, and uh, right. You know, it's it's like all this was predicted in those books. Every single thing. You know, if you're reading sci-fi from the '70s or '80s, this is all that they were talking about. This is the stuff that you know was was going totally. to happen yeah i'm a huge fan of sci-fi and, and you're right yeah they, they kind of it's, it's kind of about looking forward and and kind of imagining what's going to happen and yeah it's all there uh, i think the stuff that's going on in the world right now is like all happened before many times you know uh right-wing leaders demagogues people taking over political process you know big protest movements i was it's kind of like a late 60s vibe right now i was at the the protests in la all day yesterday and it was it's crazy it was really heartening because so many people showed up uh more than than a few days ago when i went it was kind of small and this time it's just grown just like hit this kind of fever pitch partly i think because everybody's you know all uh all cooped up from corona and kind of just said it was kind of a last straw situation but yeah there's, there's something in the air so people are people are doing stuff but you know it's it's kind of a it's sad that it has to happen but it's heartening that that so many people are kind of getting involved and mm-hmm. kind of like we're hitting a point where it's like all right let's talk about it which is always a good thing dave Chappelle's line on critical mass it takes critical mass to to finally change things a critical mass of people caring enough to do something about it yeah i don't know I, i'm going to co-opt one of your lines in fact from heat seeker because the line that comes to mind is where you're talking about i'd rather be lost than to stay the same which i don't completely know if this is what you're getting at in that but it feels like that's something that could you know speak to this yeah uh totally it's kind of like i've always been a big philosophy head kind of like i like i like to read sci-fi because it has philosophy of life in it stuff like uh you know just trying to figure out what life is talking about things like Mm -hmm. free will or uh you know consciousness whatever that stuff is always just really fascinating to me and that's kind of what that lyric is about like i'd I'd rather I'd rather like go out and explore and be completely lost than just stay where I am now and just know what I know. You know, I'd rather just go completely off the rails if I have to, you know, to go out into into outer space and like be totally lost. At least I'm on a path, you know, of discovery. Is that is kind of what that feeling is about? Yeah, it's uh you may have already answered this in, in the way that you were talking about it being kind of different chapters of the band and this being the third chapter, but but is this is this track representative really of the direction that we can expect from the next songs? I think so. Yeah, we had it really started with the song before we did we did called desensitize which is kind of similar you know kind of bass riffy kind of in this in this space and we have you know of course a bunch of other songs written now which are kind of in that world to me and then as far as like where it goes from there i do not know (laughs) the path uh will decide because yeah we kind of just i'm realizing we have to kind of do something a little bit different than we've ever done in order to feel like it's really exciting we have to kind of feel like we're doing something worth doing and and if it's like something we've already done before a lot, then it's not quite that thing. You know, we have to just kind of follow it where where it takes you, I guess. And, it, you know, it, especially, I don't know if this has been beneficial, but I know the last album you, you all talked about how, you know, a lot of it was written in short bursts between 
tour dates and, and stuff like that. Has mm. this allowed for a more thorough approach to songwriting where it's not so much like we've got to get songs written? Have you been able to kind of, you, you know, just concentrate more on, on what's being written? Totally, yeah. It's just kind of weird, weird, rare opportunity that we're not touring. So it's totally different. We're kind of just in it now, just kind of in my little writing studio and in the mindset, I think I've totally been able to kind of focus in and hunker down and kind of reevaluate, think like what uh, kind of music do I want to make? What kind of music would I want to hear? You know, I think before we never really got that shot, it was always a little bit more by the seat of the pants, you know, just kind of go, go, go. I was thinking like one of the dangers would be uh, that, that you finally got time to overthink the music, but I really don't get that vibe from you right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of overthinking time, <laughs> but, but that is a thing. Like I really haven't found a pattern. I've written so many songs, I can just kind of do it all the time, but I, I haven't found any patterns of what works, you know, like some songs I think about for a really long time and, and spend all this time crafting it, and then at the end of the year, it's like, this is bad. Other times you write a song really fast, and, and it just works. Other times you write it fast, and it's bad. Other times you, you write it slow, and, <laughs> sure. and it's good. It's just kind of like, you know, you just follow these weird whims, and, and every once in a while one works, and you don't yeah. really know why, but you just, you know, you got it in your in your catalog so uh, on the trivial side outside of music is there have you been able to be creative is there a most creative thing you've done since quarantine yeah i've had a chance to kind of you know read a little bit watch uh things kind of hunkered down i've been like just learning skills that i never had time to but always wanted to like i'm learning how to record my own stuff studio one how to play piano i'm just kind of having time to like i don't know do these things which is kind of a kind of a dream come true after you know five years of kind of being on the road which is also amazing it's just kind of like there's a bunch of things that I, I didn't really have a chance to do so all of a sudden that's all I can do yeah. so that's that's good that's definitely a silver lining yeah. for me yeah, I saw a little bit of the piano stuff I think there was some uh uh rocket man and, and the strokes where, where are you coming at you're, you're not yeah. coming at piano from a completely blank slate though right not completely blank I have you know I played instruments my whole life and I know how piano works I've, I've twinkled on the piano but uh never like actually learn how to so i can actually play a song without stopping all the time to figure out the chords yeah <laughs> kind of like you know being able to practice it and feel like i could actually sit down one day and chris martin or elton john a song out you know during a show was it um when uh peter buck from rem the first thing he ever went as soon as he picked up the mandolin you know he didn't know anything so he was able to write something very simple which of course was uh was losing my religion it became that like that's wow. like that's like the first thing because he couldn't i was thinking there was someone else that uh like uh, uh pete townsend from the who he did the same thing with the ukulele of course the song wasn't near as a big song for the who because the blue red and gray but it's 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 something yeah. about you know the the simplicity and the ignorance when we first start with instruments how uh, you know talking about not overthinking you, you can't overthink it when you don't know it totally do you do you play instruments uh just a little bit i play uh a guitar but i wouldn't you know i'm like I know six yeah. chords that I will continue to no, play for the rest of my life and not do anymore. <laughs> I don't have the yeah. I don't have that desire though. That's that's not what I that's not what pushes me. A lot of whole albums you could play with six chords for that's, sure. That's true. Yeah, there's something about a new instrument that just feels fresh. You're like ah, this is fun again. And like this new new space and everything's different. I look forward to hearing how that uh, creeps up in a songwriting uh, in the future for you. In this uh, in this new music, man. Uh, in the meantime, like I said, Heat Seeker is a, is a great setup. Uh, I, I'm definitely paying attention uh, to what you all are doing, and I love this track. So keep keep them coming. I appreciate that. We we, we certainly will. Lots more in the works, awesome, man. Nick, it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this today, too. Uh, appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure, Kyle. Uh, thanks for having me. All right, we'll and, see uh, you around. Thanks for the good questions.
<laughs> no problem, man. Thank you. Take care. You okay. too. All right. Bye. Take care. My thanks, Nick Dreamers, the latest single, Heat Seeker. It's out now and sounds like there's plenty more on the way. Thanks to you as well for checking out this episode. Uh, before you get out of here, if you're not already, I, I do hope you hit that subscribe button. If this is your type of thing you want to hear from uh, the artists and how the music is made, what they're up to, uh, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening from. That does include iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, any of the other podcast land hotspots. Uh, new interviews every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. After that, head to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. That's an hour full of song premieres and music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound, they've got your music and film news. You can find me on the social media spots at Kyle Meredith. Hope you do like and follow along there as well. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. I'm Lior Phillips, host of This Must Be The Gig. We're a weekly podcast that documents everything about the world of live music. Speaking with choreographers, costume and set designers, the people who run beloved venues and festivals, and, of course, speaking with musicians about that one gig that changed their lives. Get your peek behind the curtain at consequenceofsound.net Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.